Welcome to episode 13 of the Self-Care 101 podcast with your host Pooja K. McClymont, talking all things well-being, how to get unstuck, build more confidence and feel more fulfilled. Thank you so much for listening today. On this episode, I'm going to talk about how we can manage change more effectively. I've spent the last month pretty much horizontal. (laughs) It has been a miserable November. I don't think I've ever been so unwell in my entire life. It's been very, very odd. And during that time, obviously, I had a lot of time on my hands because I couldn't really do any of my day to day stuff. Like, I could barely do work on the computer and I definitely couldn't do any housework. It was just really, really tough. So I was completely out of my comfort zone. And I guess when you're sort of laid up like that, you're kind of left to your own devices. Well, your mind is left to its own devices, right? (laughs) And I got to thinking, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Why can't I get better? Why is this? Why, why, why? I haven't got time for this. I've got so much to do. I've got a list as long as my arm. And once I sort of like knocked those thoughts out of my head, I started thinking about what I need to do now in order to make some, I guess, some drastic changes in my life. And, you know, I started off well, made a really good list and felt very proud of myself. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do all of this when I feel better. When I feel better, I'm going to do an hour of this and I'm going to do two hours of this. And then I'm going to do this and I'm going to switch off work at this time. And then I'm going to do that. And I was really psyched and excited. And I was like, right, as soon as I'm better, as soon as I'm better. But every single week, (laughs) I was getting better, but not better enough to be able to do the things on my list, unfortunately. So I've struggled this month with actually getting to implement them. And I'm still in that state of, okay, as soon as I'm better, because would you believe it? I pulled a muscle a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, and it is excruciating. And, you know, if anyone, any of you have pulled a muscle in your back before, you can attest to how annoying that is. So then I lost another week or so, or two of November. <laughs> I'm like, I've got stuff to do. I want to move forward. I want to get things going. And it got me thinking about change and even working with clients, you know, we talk about change, the first sort of step in their coaching relationship is choosing to change and wanting to embrace it. And I know it's hard. But when I was sort of put in the position myself this month with all the changes that I want to make, I was like, yeah, I can't do this whole all or nothing mindset with these changes, because some of these changes are really big lifestyle changes. So I was like, right, I'm going to have to break it down, do one thing a week, just like I would say to my clients and take it from there. So I've been busy making a very, very serious list. And I thought a little bit more about how we all kind of perceive change. Like, don't you think some people kind of like it? Some people don't like it. I've always been someone who likes it, but I don't know. It just got me thinking and I thought, why don't I share some ways to manage change more effectively? So like I said just now, there's basically two schools of thought, right, when it comes to change. So you either love it or you loathe it. But change is inevitable. 
So no matter what the change is, whether you're in control or not, change is going to occur and we've kind of got to deal with it. Now, most of the loathers of change, they've got difficulty with it because there's a fear of the unknown. And that's that's understandable. But if we plan for and prepare for the potential outcomes of that change, we can actually start to reduce the overwhelm and anxiety associated with it. Did you know? (laughs) And you know what? As a result of doing that, you protect your mental health and learn to embrace change for all that it can bring. Because change is not always nice. Like, okay, for instance, like the passing of a loved one, that's not going to make you feel happy. It's not going to bring happy change feelings. But there is an element of planning that can be done in this instance also to help you continue living. What I'm saying here is no matter what the change is, if there's a little careful consideration on how you could manage the change, you are going to go a long way in protecting yourself in the process. Now, mindset, that's a key feature when I talk about change. So if you say, I'm going to give you some examples of phrases, but if you say these kinds of phrases on a regular basis, you're kind of admitting defeat. And as a result, you're training your mind to believe and accept those things as facts but they may not be facts. And over time, it's going to be a lot harder for you to break those thought patterns and then your mental health is going to be affected and that's going to in turn affect every facet of your life. So let me give you an example of a few phrases like, I hate change. I can't do this because I will always be like this because no one understands, but I have to, I should. Life's not easy. I'll never be able to, or I'll never will be able to do this. Now, if you're having a session with me, right, and you used any of those phrases on the spot, I'm going to mirror back your statements using the exact words you use, but I'll do it with a question mark at the end. Now, I'm not doing it to be condescending. This is a way to show you an exact reflection of the words that you're using to describe something, which I guess more often than not, they're over-exaggerated phrases of the truth. And I'm sure you've done this yourself, like you'll be talking to a friend about something or, you know, bringing to light something that you have been thinking about a lot, but now you're actually saying it out loud. And the moment you say it out loud, you kind of hear yourself and you're like, yeah, no, it's not as bad as that actually. So it's kind of doing that when I'm in a session with a client. And when we talk about self-criticism and ask ourselves, would I speak to a friend like this? You realise quite quickly that you are actually being too harsh on yourself because you wouldn't speak to somebody else the way you're speaking to yourself. And so therefore these phrases that we're using to describe situations or events in our lives, they're pretty much the same. We're often over-exaggerating them and we do do it unconsciously. It's not something that we necessarily do consciously, but when we break it down, we soon realise that we might have actually magnified something that probably didn't need to be. And then when you do that, you're making statements that are closer to the truth. And that's going to help us handle our lives a lot better. Let me give you an example, because that sounded a bit wordy. So one of the best examples I can give of this uh, actually occurred with a client. um, I think it was about last year sometime. Now, the client was talking about pattern of behavior and said to me, all my life I've had this. And I was like, okay. I simply, simply replied back, all your life you've had this? 
Now, I had to say it three times before he actually stopped and reflected on the statement that he'd made. And what he was referencing was something that had only happened over a five-year period. So years zero to 25 weren't actually affected by the statement. So therefore, what he had been saying all his life, it was actually an inaccurate statement and it wasn't the truth. And it was a skewed version of events that he was training his mind to believe was fact. So by him telling himself that all my life I've had this and having that thought, That's the thought that was sitting in his mind as fact and therefore being attributed to anything to do with change. So by bringing it to his, um, I guess, consciousness, by reflecting it back, he realized that by making that statement, he was actually sabotaging things that he didn't need to sabotage. Now, when you know something's not quite right in your life or you keep repeating a pattern of behavior, but you seem to be getting the same result, even though you desperately want a different one, I ask you to embrace some change. (laughs) Changing something, look, it's going to have a direct effect on the result you're trying to achieve. Be brave, be prepared. And overall, understand that not all outcomes will be as bad as you might think. And this is where a little bit of preparation beforehand helps reduce the perceived magnitude of an outcome. And it's a much healthier way of approaching life. It's up to, it's honestly up to you which direction you choose. But when you're making plans to make changes, make Don't just say, oh, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I don't know. Let's just say I'm going to drink six glasses of water tomorrow. That might be something brand new for your life. But also within that, you know, what's what's going to happen if you don't drink the six glasses? Are you going to be okay? Are you going to manage? Are you going to try again? Write all of that down because then when you actually come to make the change, it starts becoming a lot easier and less overwhelming, I guess, because sometimes when you're making changes, you're generally making changes for the better, but it can get quite overwhelming. And then if you're overwhelmed, you're less likely to actually stick to those changes. So have a little think about that, if that made any sense. (laughs) And think about how you can plan for the outcomes of the changes that you're looking to make. Believe me, I am doing this as we speak. That's why I was inspired to do this podcast this week, because <laughs> I'm looking at all the changes that I need to make. And some of them, like I said, are quite big. They're quite drastic. So I need to be realistic with them because I do want to implement them. I do want to make those changes. But if I'm not kind to myself or realistic or um truthful about what would happen if I don't achieve everything then I'm less likely to actually make those changes and I know how important it is for me to do so. Thank you so much again for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode then please subscribe to the Self Care 101 podcast. For more tips and tricks head over to my website franklycoaching.com or for daily inspiration you can follow me on the socials at frankly coaching talk to you soon